Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the uh, 41st episode of the Taney Judgment Podcast. My name is John. As always, I'm your host. Welcome, one and all. Hope everybody's having a fantastic week out there. I know I am. I'm, uh, if you can't tell, I don't know if it's allergies or if I'm fucking uh, getting sick here, but I've got something going on. But you know what? The show don't stop, okay? The world keeps on turning and the mics are hot, baby. So we're here nonetheless. We're going to have a great podcast here. I don't know uh, how long we're going to go. I might lose my fucking voice, but we're going to go for it, right? Right. So hope everybody's doing okay out there. Like I said, pretty good week on my end. Fucking busy, busy, busy lately, you know? It's kind of it's kind of good, but it's also kind of like, yeah, you know? It's nice to slow down, but it's just kind of like go, go, go as of recent, you know? A lot of shit going down. We lost uh, we lost Tina, guys, you know? I'm sorry. This uh, really came as a shock to me, but the one and only Tina Turner, she, uh, she, she succumbed to some unknown illness, which is unfortunate. But that's life, you know? Sometimes sometimes the good die young. Right, Billy Joel? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, sad shit, man. She, that, that, she's a straight-up pioneer, man. I mean, you want to talk about a broad that had just endless talent and just, she really, she understood the assignment. She came out of her mother knowing, like, listen, I got to put some badass music out, you know? And she did, man. And she was she was great in the late 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. I mean, still touring, I believe, up until her death. I mean, and throwing that shit back, you know, too. Like, not not half-assing it, you know, like really getting out there with the, with the tassels and everything and the glittery, you know... Uh, you know, like, uh, skirt-looking things. I mean, she's just really a one-of-one character, you know, and everybody's calling her the queen of rock and roll, and you know something? That's a big title. It really is. It's a bi- That's a very big... That's a very big crown to, to wear, you know? But honestly, for once in my life, I think that we've found somebody that was very deserving of it, you know? And you, you, if you don't know her backstory and you go and you see what she dealt with with Ike, you know, Ike Turner. And he just used to, you know, that was his, his that was her, her husband for years. Um, and she just would get the shit beat out of her by this guy, you know. And, you know, here we are singing their songs and, you know, fooled by... The album covers and, 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 you know, seeing them on the Ed Sullivan show and shit. And, wow, look at these two go. You know, they're a great duo and great couple. Meanwhile, she's getting manhandled in the back by this scumbag, you know. As as does usually happen, you know. But uh, just an amazing voice. Amazing performer. You know, she will be missed, that's for sure. You know, definitely. So rest in peace to Tina Turner. We miss you. Uh, while we're on the while we're on the topic of uh, you know dead celebrities, I, I want to talk about something that a little list that I have currently. Let me see. I think I've got currently 
two people that I could name right now. Like I said, I'm, I'm sick. My 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 head is all over the place. But I can think of two people that, to me, in my world, are dead. What do I mean by this? Well, first of all, I'll give you the two people. First of all, Bam Margera, dead. Second person, Britney Spears, dead. Now, hold on. They're not literally dead. We need to take a step back here. Let me explain what I mean. So for the past, like, the past two years, right? Well, I mean, realistically, we'll start with Bam. Ever since Ryan Dunn, which, you know, God rest his soul, you know, if you're, you know, from my generation, we, Jackass was a huge part of me growing up, you know, I mean, we had the show, you know, on MTV all the time, uh, you know, Viva La Bam was on, you know, I mean, that show killed, um, I mean, you wanted to be one of these guys so bad, you know, and yeah, they had their flaws and their vices and everything like that, but these guys were just the pinnacle of being cool when I was a kid, you know, Bam's taking a fucking uh, a Milwaukee Sawzall and cutting the top off his Lambo, I mean, come on, you know, you're eight years old and you're looking at this and you're like, I want to do this, you know, and this is, this is prime time Great, this was a great era for, you know, Robin Big, you know, Viva La Bam, like I said, Jackass, Wild Boys. I mean, this is great shit. But nonetheless, you know, Bam was a huge part of the CKY crew and everything like that. And if you grew up, you know, in the 2000s, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You had to have lived under a fucking rock not to idolize these guys, you know? And... You know, Ryan Dunn, who was arguably Bam's best friend, died in a in a car crash, unfortunately, under the influence of alcohol. And it really I mean, I remember when it happened, it it as a fan who, you know, you, you love these guys. You grow up and you're like, fuck, I want to be just like them. You know, to see that happen, first of all, it's humbling because you realize, you know, these are people too. At the end of the day, you know, we all like to put these stars up on a pedestal, you know, like, oh, you know, nothing could ever happen to these guys. You know, they're the jackass guys. They're they're the best of the best. You know, they're professionals and something tragic like that happens. You know, it's 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 almost it's almost romantic in nature. Right. You know, it's like the 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 troubled, you know, goofy prankster guy stuntman, you know, dies in a crash. It's a sad, dark, but romantic concept, right? Well, you know, Ryan Dunn died, crushed me, crushed all of the fans of Jackass, and obviously destroyed Bam. I remember the next morning, you know, seeing Bam on the 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 the, the news and he's just bawling his eyes out, and he's saying, you know, something about, if I remember correctly, it was like, ah, uh, at the time that he crashed, I just woke up and started punching the wall. It was something like that. I just, I remember hearing something like that years ago, uh, you know, after it happened. But in any event, you know, ever since then, Bam Margera has used this very unfortunate uh, accident and death to, 
as like the ultimate hall pass to do whatever he wants, right? To be as big a douchebag as he wants, to be as big a drunk, as big a junkie, you know, just anything that anything he wants to do at that time, he uses his friend's death as the 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 source of where where this problem came from. Well, I well I snort cocaine because my friend Ryan Dunn died ten years ago. Well, I'm an alcoholic because my friend died, you know, and it's just it's weird, man. It's it's very weird. And I don't fuck with that. You know, I you look at the cast of of of, of you know from Viva La Bam, you look at the cast from Jackass, you know, everybody was torn up about it. Everybody, right? But guess what? Everybody was able to move on. You know, nobody else, you know, obviously Steve-O had his thing going, but nobody else uh, was all jacked up and and still to this day jacked up over it. You know, so Bam has just spiraled right out of control ever since. It's very unfortunate because he really was a funny guy. You could watch him. You loved him. You know, you, you looked at him, you're like, oh, my God, if he did that shit to me, I'd punch him in the head, but... You really loved him, you know? I mean, he was just a cool kid. And now, you know, you just see him all the time in and out of rehab. And that's not even, you know, and I and I give him credit for trying, right? So at least he's trying to do something. But still, you know, and but but now as of recent, he's in this battle with his baby mama and, you know, custody and like every other day you see him on TMZ like caught somewhere or you know and he's screaming at them and there's a video and he's freaking out or he's you know he's on his like I had him on Instagram and he's just like every day chirping at his baby mama about you know all kinds of shit and you know I said to myself about Probably probably a couple weeks ago, I I unfollowed him from Instagram. You know, this is the era that we live in, right? I unfollowed him from Instagram, unfollowed him on Facebook, and pretty much any other social media. And I just said, you know something? The Bam Margera that I knew growing up, and the Bam Margera that his friends knew, and the Bam Margera that, I mean, the world knew is dead. He's gone. He's gone. He is never, ever going to come back. I would be shocked if he came back, you know? And it hurts. It hurts because, again, this is somebody I grew up with and watched, I mean, weekly and rewatched and laughed and howled. And, I mean, it's tough, you know? But at the end of the day, you have to let people like that go. I don't want to see, I'm not going to follow him because I don't want to see Instagram posts of him chirping at his baby mama about stupid shit. Like, I, you're a star, man. Like, I don't want to fucking be involved in that, you know? And, and people always comment like, you know, listen, man, you shouldn't be posting that on here. Leave it. And he'll actually go in and respond to people. But it's just like, 
I don't even want to be. I don't want to remember him in any way other than how he was growing up. You know, so he's he's on that list of the undead celebrities, the undead dead celebrities to me. The other one, like I said, is Britney Spears. You know, I'm not. And back in the day, I wasn't a Britney Spears fan. My cousin, who is basically my sister. You know, we grew up, I mean, she was she was Britney Spears for Halloween, I think a couple times, you know, and she loved her, loved her music, um, you know, it was just totally into her, and I mean, everybody kind of was, right? You know, she's she's the girl next door, she's talented, she sings, she danced, she's, you know, but it's like, you look at it now, and I know she had a rough go of it. These child stars, they always do. And you got to take that with a grain of salt. They, You know, it all depends on how you come out the other side, right? You know, some people come out like Martha Stewart. Clean cut. Maybe they served a little bit of time in prison. Maybe not. Who knows, really, right? Um, or you come out like fucking uh, Bam or like fucking uh, Britney Spears. Just totally fried out, you know? Or there's the middle ground, Macaulay Culkin, you know, little little fucked up, you know, maybe had a bout with, uh, with meth. We don't really know, but he's back, you know, but, and I know that she had problems with her conservative ship and, and all that shit, but I mean, she's just blown out. She's just completely blown out. I mean, you see her and she's on the thing and she's naked People are starting conspiracy uh, theories saying that it's like a fucking, uh, what's that thing called? A deep fake or something like that? I don't know. Where they, you know, they use AI to like make the person seem like they're saying something. But I really, truly believe that that is her. I don't think it's her sister. Some people were saying it was her sister. Like, no. She's fried. She's a fried egg. She's blown out. Clearly, she's mentally incapacitated. Clearly, she's on something. Let's just call it for what it is. I mean, she's obviously not sober, whether it's alcohol or she's on drugs. I'm betting she's on something drug-like, you know, and I don't want to see that. So she gets added to the undead dead celebrities list because... I don't want to remember these people for what they what they are now because it's just ridiculous, right? I want to remember you for the talent you had, how you made us laugh, how you made us cry, how you, you know, I mean, you know, how you made us fucking dance. I mean, Britney Spears, you kidding me? Who would you rather shake your ass to besides Britney? Well, Tina Turner, maybe, maybe, you know, but I mean, still. This is this is it, you know? So it's just, that's my list. That's my spiel. That's how I feel about it. The list is growing. I'm sure there's more. Like I said, I'm sick as shit. I don't know, you know? But that's that's a real thing, you know? I don't want to remember these people like that. But it is what it is. Rest in peace to them. Rest in peace. Um, Does anybody know the reasoning why people change their name on Facebook? Just just a, a general question. Now, let me give you, because you're probably saying, what are you talking about? Let me give you a for instance. And I know if you're a millennial, if you're a Gen X, 
Gen Z, you know, 350Z, whatever the fuck you are, I know that you've come across this, you know, and usually it's people from Woonsocket, but what I'm talking about is one day you'll have your buddy John Cusack, right? You've known John Cusack for 30 years. You went to high school together. Everything's good. You love it. You've had him on Facebook. You just shared the other day a post. You know, you shared that you've been friends with him for 12 years on on the Facebook. You know, it's a whole thing. Well, now you go on your Facebook another, you know, this is Tuesday. Now you go on on Wednesday and you see like uh like fucking cash money dollars with a Z. And you're like, "Who is cash money dollars and why are you on my Facebook feed? What is going on here?" So you go you click the profile and you see it's your buddy John Cusack. And you're like, "Dude, why are you why are you cash money dollars now? It makes no sense to me, you know? And it's like they don't even like they'll they'll ch- completely change their name. You know, it'll go from John Cusack to like Elvis number 2 lit, you know? So now it's no longer John, it's Elvis too lit. It just it drives me fucking nuts. And I'll never understand it. Why on God's green earth do people do this, you know? It's just the weirdest thing to me. Do you think in your demented, sick, stupid head that you're cool now? You know, are you on the run from the police? Blink twice if you need help, you know? Are you with Britney Spears and you're in a, a conservatorship? You know, what is happening in your life where you think that you got to fucking change your name on Facebook? Do you think that you're cool? You know, because now you just pissed off like me. I got 2,900 friends on Facebook. You know, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying I got 2,900 friends. And probably about 350, if I had to guess... 350 of them are probably people that, if I looked at their profile, I would go, who is that? Why am I friends with this person? Because they got some bogus, stupid name, you know? I remember in high school, like, this was a fad, you know? Like, I remember kids would, like, you know, whatever your click was called, you know, you put your name, you know, too wavy at the end of it, you know, like, whatever, stupid adolescent fun but it's like dude you're 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 knock knock knocking on 30s door and you're fucking changing your name you've got two kids you're paying child support on two fucking uh three-year-old females your daughters and you've got a fake bogus name you went and and went through all the heartache and the trouble because i don't know if you guys have ever had to update your info or change a password on facebook but it's a mother and to know that these people with real life priorities babies wives marriages are going through all this trouble just to change their name that's how you get the block from me. 
That's how you get deleted. That's how you get the block because at that point it's just like now you now you're telling me without telling me you're an asshole. Basically. Let's let's call it for what it is, you know. Don't do this, guys. Don't, please. And I know you guys are laughing because this is like everyday shit. I see this happen all the time. So if you ever go on and you see that I'm no longer on your feed or you can't go to my page and you're saying, Why, what's going on here? Chances are pretty good you change your name to fucking Billy Goat Gruff and I had to X you out. I had to just completely delete you from my social profile. You know? Chances are pretty good. I, I, would, I would put money on it for sure. Just drives me nuts. Drives me crazy. Speaking of um speaking of social media, isn't it like the craziest mind bending thing when you're on Facebook? Like I I woke up uh, Monday morning, you know, I'm doing my morning routine. I'm on the john, I'm fucking killing time trying to, you know, get ready for the day. And I'm on my Facebook and I saw somebody that I went to school with and he's pretty active on the on the social media, you know, like he's he'll post shit. I would say probably at least twice a month, you know. And I see that he got married, and I'm like, what is what is this here all about, you know? And I'm like, now I've never seen the girl that he married, never seen a picture of her, doesn't have it prior, didn't have her. In any form or fashion on her, on his profile, not in the cover picture, not in the profile picture, not in the about. You know how in the about it says you know engaged to or uh, you know in a relationship with or even marked as you know uh, you know because uh, I guess you could pick like single or taken. You know, and it'll just say it. You know, without saying who it is. And I'm just like, what is going on here? So I go on his page, and now I'm like, for no reason, I'm just stalking. I'm like, all right, I gotta like, maybe I missed this somehow, some way, you know? Like, I'm I'm questioning myself, you know? And I grew up with this kid, you know, I know him, and I go on his page, and I'm like, yeah, there's nothing. There was one picture of him and this girl. And they're standing about 30 feet apart. And that's it. That's all there is in that. You know, and it's weird. I, I know it's weird. But again, this is the this is the era that we live in. You know, I know it's weird that we gauge a courtship by stupid shit like that nowadays. You know, oh, are they, are they posting each other? I mean, if you go to my personal profiles, you'll see endless pictures of me and Sof. I mean, endless, you know. And it's just like that's just one of the ways that you could gauge a relationship nowadays. So it's just mind-boggling to me. Or like the people that just out of nowhere post that, you know, either they shit out a kid or their wife shit out a kid. And you're just like, whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't see, you know, any, you know, warm-up. We didn't see any baby bump pictures, none of those completely like useless black and white 
I don't even know why they take those fucking pictures anymore. You know, you know what I'm talking about? The uh the ultrasound pictures. What is more annoying than when somebody comes up to you, they go, Guess what, guys? What? My wife's pregnant. Oh, great, good for you. Ha ha ha. You gotta do the bullshit. Good for you. I'm so glad. Even though you're going, Well, your life just ended, you know? And they then they pull out that fucking stupid small blurry black and white picture of nothing and they're like look you can see his pecker and you're just like looking at it and you're like what you're you're lying through your teeth you're just lying right out your ass you're like oh my god i can see him wow it's amazing i mean there's nothing more useless than uh, those pictures to me to me personally Show me the kid when he hatches. I don't care about the fucking, like, literally, it does nothing for me, you know? It's just odd. You're like, oh, you you know, he's a boy, he's a girl. They don't fucking know. They got no idea. It's a 50-50 shot, you know? But it's just mind-boggling when you see somebody just post something like this out of the blue. Like a marriage, randomly. What? What? Where was the engagement photos? You know? You go on my profile, you'll see me fucking on one knee, mountain backdrop with my fiance proposing. These fucking guys, nothing. Ugat's dick. You know? It's just, it's very, very bizarre. And we're not talking about an older guy here. We're talking about my age range, 25, 26 years old. You know, so he's supposed to be doing all the social norms, you know? Not even a picture of them hiking together. I mean, this is fucking, this is day one shit, you know? So, I don't know. It's just, it it always blows my mind, probably way more than it should when I see people like that just getting married out of the blue or, um, you know, just getting uh, pregnant out of the blue or posting that the kid usually, usually I'll really get surprised if they just post that the kids, you know, the kids already out. They're like, "Oh my God, welcome, baby, you know, Jamarcus, or welcome, baby, Darian, you know, like just and you're like, what the fuck, you know, what just happened here? Where did where did this happen, you know? And if you're really close with that person, you give them the the half passive aggressive call, you know, why didn't you tell me what happened? You know, are, are we good? You know, like. Did you name him after me? Well, well, why not? You know, like, if you're not going to tell me, the least you could do is name the kid after me. What the fuck? You know, like, I mean, it's just, it's courtesy things. It really, at the end of the day, it comes down to courtesy, you know? And these people just have none, you know? It's just bizarre. Very, very, very bizarre. But, I'll tell you what, guys. Not only am I... Like I said, either allergy fucking just, you know, ravaged or sick. But the other problem is, is I also went. So let me just. So my grandmother came down. So she lives up in in New Hampshire. Uh, she blessed us with her presence uh, coming down here for the week. And which is fantastic. We're so happy. You know, she hasn't been down here for more than a couple days in literally probably like probably three, four years now, you know, so it's been a while. Uh, 
So my mother, she's been, you know, staying at my mother's house and stuff like that. So I went over there uh, Tuesday and uh, we just, oh, I'm sorry, Monday. And we just had a time, you know. I was very, very close with my grandmother and my grandfather growing up. You know, they lived downstairs from me for at least 15, 16 years of my life. And I love these guys, you know, endlessly. And we just, we got so many memories together, so many stories, funny ones, sad ones. I mean, just everything. You could you could run the whole, the whole thing, you know. It's just, and it was just so nice to have her back down here and reminisce and tell stories and remember that and, you know, and. It's funny, you know, time passes and you say, you know, oh, remember when that happened? And then you kind of rat yourself out and you're like, oh, my God, you did, you know, just stupid little moments like that, you know. And it's just it felt so good to have her come down here. And, of course, she comes down. She had pre-made, you know, meatloaves and and froze them for me and shit like that. You know, I mean, she's she's the real deal. And I know she's listening, so. Shout out to you. We call her Beans. Shout out to Beans. Uh, you know, she's just a living legend. You know, I would I would love to one day potentially get her on here because she's just a savage and she's she's very funny. Uh I think I think you guys would like her a lot, but it just felt so good. You know, like we're sitting there. Now I haven't had tea in like pff, literally at least ten years I haven't had a tea. And she used to make me a tea um, uh, pretty often. I, I I wouldn't say every night, but pretty damn close for a while. So she would make me, make me a tea, and she'd make me a couple pieces of toast with, uh, you know, butter and a little bit of cinnamon sugar on there. Just beautiful. Chef's kiss. Love it, you know. Nice little nightcap, nice little breakfast, you know. And uh, I hadn't had a, a, a tea in forever. So I see, uh, you know, she's we, now I I was only supposed to spend about like 45 minutes there. I was going to pick up the meatloaf and she had made 150 meatballs that day for no reason. Just other than, you know, to make us happy. This is the kind of person she is. You know, she's truly the matriarch of the family. When we've got problems and people there's infighting, she's the one that squashes it. You know, she puts herself in harm's way. And uh, for that, we love her and we thank her, right? But I went over there just to kind of pick up the meatballs and shit like that. I'm thinking 30 minutes tops, in and out, you know. I just worked all day. I was tired. I was beat. I was weary. And I ended up staying from like 6 o'clock till I think 11 is when I rolled out of there. Well, I know it was 11 because <laughs> she made this. She made a tea around probably 10. And I'm like looking at it, man. I'm like, oh god, that's that's screaming my name, you know. And as much as I want to hate that, and as much as I don't want to put the tea in my mouth, just on a, you know, I don't like that anymore. Just to say that, you know, because that's the type of guy I am. I'll I'll bite my nose to spite my face, you know. I'm just like, ah. I was like, how is that, you know? I'm looking at a sip, swigging it, and I'm like, and she's like, oh, it's good, it's tea. You want it? I go. Man, I haven't had that in forever. She goes, I know. I go, well, if you got a gun to my head, I go, you know what? Let's do it. So, man, I take a swig, and I mean, you know, it's like one of those moments. You, you know, you know what I'm talking about, guys. When you, 
you smell something, you taste something, and just all these memories, these good memories, maybe bad, come flooding back, you know, and you can just see things and stories in your head of things that happen. And oh my God, that one swig just took me right back, man. And it was, it started making me remember shit. And I mean, oh God. And she's like, how is it? I'm like, this is, this is everything right now. She's got a big ass coffee cup. You know, she's a badass, right? She's not, you know, I wasn't, I was raised right. You know, when, when she makes me a hot cocoa, two packets of cocoa, extra marshmallows. I mean, she doesn't fuck around. She makes tea. Guess what? She ain't putting one bag of Lipton tea. She's not putting one Lipton tea bag in that. No, no, no. She's putting two. You bet your candy ass she's putting two. Because this is the kind of person that we are. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we don't play the games. We're here for a good time, not a long time. You know, she's ripping three packs of dots a day since she was 12 years old. You know, I mean, she's got the lungs of a fucking of a lion, you know, I mean, she's just like killing it, you know, but, oh my God, so, so we're sitting there, I'm drinking the tea, you know, I'm sharing the tea with her, and, uh, you know, my great-grandmother who, you know, obviously my family, we kind of, we all run young, you know, we kind of, every generation before mine had their kids young, so I was able to grow up with basically all of my great-grandparents, which I know is rare, but that's the way it is for me. Um, and my great-grandmother used to, you know, we're, we're, we're French on that side. She used to make these little uh, meat pies, which if you've ever had a French meat pie, picture that. But, like, you know those Pillsbury, uh, those Pillsbury, like, doughboy things, you know, you know, you have them at like Thanksgiving or Easter, the little, the little Pillsbury rolls. Well, it's basically a French meat pie, like inside one of those, you know? So it's just amazing to die for. I don't know where the recipe came from. I don't know if it's a whole thing. I I don't know. All I can say without a doubt is that it slaps, you know, it's amazing. It tastes so good. So we're sitting there the time now is like probably 10.45. I'm like, man, geez, I got to go. Soph's texting me, you know, where where are you? I'm like, shit, I got to roll, man. And she just, you, you see my grandmother just like sit up in a chair and she goes, oh my God. I said, what's the matter? She goes, I just remembered that I got meat pies in the fridge. And I said, ah, oh, shit. I said, well, you know, when you make them, I said, I'll come back another day and we'll have them, you know? And she goes, nah, I'm making them right now. Again, she's badass. She she doesn't she she's out here kicking ass and taking names, you know, on the daily. And she's like, I'm making them right now. So, you know my mother. Well, maybe you don't, but she's sitting there. She sees my grandmother pulling stuff out of the out of the the fridge. She's like, what are you doing? And my grandmother, you know, beans being her, she's like. Oh, I just remembered I got meat pies. And my mom's like, you can't make that. It's 1045. She just, and Beans just looks at it and goes, yeah, I am. And she takes them out, puts them in some tin foil, pops them in the oven to heat them up. And I'm just smelling those things. And again, it's just those memories are just flooding back. 
and it just opens up the floodgates, and I'm going, oh, shit, you know? I had had, like, eight little meatballs for dinner. Like, I was just like, am I, are we doing it? And I looked at it. I go, are we doing this right now? And she's just like, yep. Man, she pulled them out. She's sitting there at the table eating them. You know, she splays them out. She gets two forks. She knew what she was doing. You know, I'm trying to play Mr. Hardball. Nah, I'm not going to eat none. You know, I got to go to bed, blah, 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 blah. And I just see it. She puts two forks out, little bottle of ketchup on the thing, and she just starts going in. She goes, there you go. And I'm like, well, once again, you're going to put a gun to my head? Here we go. And I just start eating them. And I mean, it's like 10.50. And I'm, it's just like, man, it just felt like home, you know? Felt so fucking good, you know? It's just like, it's like getting, you know, that, that, that it's like getting that toy on Christmas that you've wanted all year. You've waited all year to wake up and open the wrapper to get this toy. That's what it felt like, you know? And, uh, man, it was just good, you know? And I'm just, I, I was just laughing. I'm like, this is so us, you know? This is the type of stuff that we would do growing up, you know? Like, I mean, this is like, you know, we're doing it now, and it's funny now because we haven't done it in years, but, I mean, this was like, this was like a Wednesday night for us back in the day, you know? She would just do shit like that, you know? Oh, I'll reheat this, you know, and we would just sit there and we would talk and we would laugh and, you know, it was just amazing, you know? And I guess the point of me telling you guys this this shit is, is you know, I, I've realized <clears throat> that a lot of people really have troubled family lives, you know? And I mean, I, I've got, you know, issues with some of my family for sure, you know, and I, we all do, right? But, like, somebody, some people really have, you know, issues with their family, you know, whether they're current and they're new or they've, you know, they've gone back 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, um, poor at home lives. And, you know, I think about how fortunate I am to have such a great family. You know, we went out to dinner tonight, like I said. You know, we went out to Cello's, which, you know, if you're from Rhode Island, you know Cello's, you know, just bad to the bone, Rhode Island food, you know, clam cakes and chowder, if you're into that type of thing. They've got the desserts. I had a nice slice of chocolate cake. You know, it's just, that's the hometown place, you know. It wouldn't be right if we took it anywhere but there, you know. And, you know, I was looking around at my family and I'm just saying, wow, man, you know, we're all here. You know, it's it's amazing that we've held it together and we're still such a strong family. And really, it's all because of her at the end of the day. You know, I could think of 30 arguments that we've had, I mean, in the past five years alone as a family. And she's straightened it out. You know, I mean, she's just an amazing person. But. Again, it's just like I, I look around and I'm like, wow, man, how fortunate. And if you're listening to this and you've got a solid family and you guys do family dinners, I mean, my family growing up, man, every Sunday or just about every Sunday, unless something you know came up that wouldn't allow it, we had family dinner. We all met at my grandmother's house. I would help her set the table. Boom, boom, boom. People would, you know, all my family would come over. 
We'd have a dessert. If it was your birthday that week, we would sing happy birthday and get a cake. I mean, it was just, you know, and then every Saturday night, same thing. So Friday evening, we would go to a little rest. I'll set the stage for you guys just so you could see just how a weekend in my family went. Friday afternoon, get out of school. You know, it's a nice Friday. You know, you got that that weekend vibe going. All's good. You know, nothing can go wrong in the world. You know, what's what's better? What's a better feeling when you're a fucking kid and you get off that school bus on a Friday afternoon? You know, you feel fucking unstoppable. You know, you just feel like you could take on anything. You know. You see your friends over there. You know you're going to go play with them for a little bit, you know. Just feels good. And uh, Friday afternoon, I'd get out of school. I'd probably, you know, play around, you know, keep myself busy for about an hour. And then usually around 4.30, uh, I would get with my grandfather. We would get in the car or we'd get on the bike, the motorcycle, and we would ride down to this little small restaurant down in Lincoln, Rhode Island. And we would meet with the family, and we would have uh, we'd have a nice little dinner, you know. Again, small restaurant, you know, wieners, coffee, milk, clam cakes, and chowder, you know, like just stupid shit, you know. But still, and not everybody could make it, but it was it was a lot of the main players, main characters there, you know, for sure. Uh, and we would, you know, we would just spend the Friday evening for a couple hours together. Um, Saturday, Saturday evening, meet up at a restaurant. Where are we going? We're going to meet at Chester's. Okay, great. And we would go as a family. We would go out to dinner. My grandfather would pick up the tab and we would just, we would eat, you know, and we would spend the evening together. We wouldn't get done until late, you know, and it just, it was amazing. Sunday, same thing. Sunday evening, six o'clock. 6.35, meet at Beans' house, boom, walk through the door, smells like heaven, you know, and you just have a time, you know, you just, you're with your loved ones, and I mean, I look back, and I'm like, holy shit, how fucking fortunate am I, you know, and I and I see what people went through in their lives and shit like that, and I mean, I couldn't even imagine not having that. You know what I mean? And I guess my point is on this here, and I know I said that before, but really the point of me bringing this shit up is the importance of family, man. You know what I'm talking about? You could, we can all play hardball and go, you know, my my friends are my family, man. You know, and, and, and don't get me wrong, man. You know, if you're, you guys know, you know, for my friends who are listening, you guys know what I'm talking about. You guys are my family. I would kill for my friends. You know, you know who you are in my life. You know, you know where you stand. You know, I will do anything for any of my real friends. You know, even the people on the periphery. You know, I'll 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 show out for you. But my inner circle, I mean, seriously, it's rock solid. But what I'm talking about here is my real family, man. I mean, they're just so important. Family is so important. You know, if you've got issues with your family, you know, I got into a little spat with my uncle a while ago, and it got kind of ugly. 
my grandfather reached out to me, said, you know, you need to, you know, just just for me, patch this up, you know? And thank God I did it. You know, we came out on the other side, I would say, 30 times better than we've been in 15 years with one another. And, you know, it's just like, I don't know what I would do without these fucking guys, you know? Because the bond that I have with my family, I mean, it just far outweighs anything on the face of the planet, you know? Um, and family is just so important because at the end of the day, you know, you could say, you know, and, and a lot of people would think that they have friends, but really when they need them, they're gone. I've whittled down my circle of people down to, I mean, literally, I could count on my two hands the number of, air quotes, real deal friends I have, and it's by design. It really is. I could, I got 2,900 friends on Facebook. I'm not going to bullshit you. Probably 500 of them I've met maybe once, but the rest of them are real deal people that I've dealt with, and I've, I've enjoyed their company. We've broke bread. So for me to say that 10 of those people I would kill for, that's pretty big, you know? But that's that's what you have to do. So a lot of people get confused. They think they got these friends. Oh, yeah, dude, you know, when shit goes down, he's got my back. Next thing you know, somebody pulls out a fucking switchblade, and guess what? Billy's gone. <laughs> Billy's hoofing it backwards. He's He hit the fucking bricks. He's, he's, he's way out. And now you're sitting there holding your dick. You're like, I, pff, what, what do I do? You know? You got to know who your real friends are. And at the end of the day, even, even if your real deal friends bail on you, you can always go back to your family. But you can't fuck things up. And a lot of times, even if you do, your family will still take you in. You know? You tell your mother off. You tell your father off. You know, you 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 do something totally way out of whack. How many times have you heard about, you know, somebody doing something, some crazy, outlandish bullshit that ended up ended them up out of the will in this crazy thing, and then you hear about how their family helped them do something, and then they the family got burned again. And then they went and helped the kid again. And you're looking at him going, when the fuck are you guys going to smarten up and realize that he's using you guys and that this kid's a scumbag? But that's the power of family, right? No matter how many times you get burned and screwed over and everything like that, if you've got a real deal family with a real deal backbone, which even if you think that you don't have that, Chances are pretty good that you're that you, you just you're not seeing the bigger picture and that you actually have that. You know? I'm a big family guy. Huge. I mean, that is so wildly important to me. You know, and you know, it's it's I'd be lying to you if if I said that it didn't come in between my relationship before. You know? Uh but that's the but at the end of the day, you know, that's 
That's what's most important to me. You know, sometimes you got to do shit for your family that you don't want to do because when you were down and out and you needed a, a helping hand, guess who was there? Your mother, your grandfather, your uncle, whoever. And, you know, we've all got that batshit crazy cousin or, you know, uncle or grandpa, whatever. We've all got that guy, you know, that you just want to fucking choke them out when you're in the room with them, of course, you know, but for the most part, there's people in your family that would give a lung, a a, a, a fucking, uh, a kidney for you, you know, die for you, kill for you, do anything for you, you know, so family is, is very important, guys, you know, and I love a comeback story, too, you know, a good friend of mine, you know, she's, you know, tough upbringing, and I hope she doesn't mind me talking, tough upbringing, you know, and she's getting her family, you know, reacquainted, and and everything's coming full circle for her, and I love that shit, man, I fucking love it, you know, because, like I said, I can't even imagine growing up with any, any other type of, you know, raising up other than what I had, you know, other than with my family, with the love of my mother, my father, my grandfather, whoever. I mean, I literally couldn't even imagine. And to know that people don't have that, they don't have access to that, or they they think that they don't have that and they're just kind of neglecting it, it's fucking frustrating, you know? It's sad shit. But just remember that, folks. You know, your family is, at the end of the day, when everybody turns their back on you, your family's going to have your fucking back, you know? And uh, I don't, I don't, you know, again, it, it, the friend thing, you know, um, my, my man T-Bone, you know, T-Bone, that fucking kid, he's got my back, bro. Dude, T-Bone will not only fucking stab you in the back, but when you've got your back turned, will do the most vile corrupt shit or just completely run away from you, you know, and leave you in the fucking dust. And you best believe that shit, you know. Take that to the bank, <laughs> lick that pen, sign your name, and cash that bitch, you know. That's some facts for you, all right? So, to hell with T-Bone, call your mother, all right? Good deal. Well, we're at the 50-minute mark. I don't know how we got here, but we're here nonetheless. My voice is fucking killing me. So we are going to wrap this thing up. I hope you guys don't mind. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. little sentimental, but we're going to do that from time to time. You know, I'm a human being, guys. You know, if I got a memory that, you know, or, or some shit that gets stirred up, you know, I'm a human being. I'm not. I'm not some superhuman, you know. I uh, I got real deal feelings, too, you know, and I hope that, you know, at the end of this, this, you know something, I'm going to challenge you guys. Not only are we going to do a song, of course, as always, that's the deal. I want you guys to do something, and I did this, you know, uh, I actually did this exercise a little bit differently. Uh, so when I went to, uh, to New Jersey for the seminar a, a while ago, I, we got challenged to send a text message to somebody that maybe, you know, gave us some problems in the recent past, you know, somebody that, 
you know, whether it's a coworker or a family member that, you know, you you just didn't get on well with and, you know, maybe you said some shit that you shouldn't have or they did and you just, you're not in a great place. And they challenged us to send them, that person, a text message, you know, doing the opposite, saying, hey, listen, I know we're going through some shit right now, but just know that I appreciate you. Thank you for everything. Uh, I hope that we talk soon. And everybody, there was probably about 150 of us, everybody did it. And everybody got text messages back. Thank you. And some of the guys were in the same fucking room. Some of the guys went to the seminar together, you know, and were, were, you know, at odds with one another. And they sent the text message to one another. And, And at the end of it, you know, the next day, everybody said, you know, how did it go? And guys got up there and. You know, they were sharing, you know, what what the person said and what they said. And it was amazing. And I did it. Uh, you know, I participated. I texted a kid that, you know, we work with, you know, that was with me for a while. Drove me batshit crazy. I love him to death, but he's a fucking nut. And, uh, I mean, practically almost came to blow with the kid fucking, you know, multiple times. I wanted to just, there's nothing on planet Earth that I wanted to do more than strangle the ever-loving shit out of this kid. But, you know, he's been doing pretty good lately. So I reached out to him. I said, hey, man, I know that we, you know, had a, a rough go of it. But I just wanted to say that you, from what I can see on the outside, you know, you, you, you're changing shit up. And I commend you. And I'm... I appreciate you. I'm thankful for you, you know? And he just sent back. He's like, thanks, man. I really appreciate the acknowledgement, you know, onward and forward, you know? And uh, it felt good. It felt fucking pretty good, you know? So I'm going to challenge you guys. I want you guys to go out and send a text message. If you've got a family group chat, even better. You could You could do 12 people at once. I got a family group chat. Send a message to somebody that you care about. You know, preferably, let's let's try to stick to family here. You know, because like I said, at the end of the day, when everybody turns their back on you and writes you off, your family's going to be there. So reach out to your family members. Tell them that you love them. Thank them. If you got to do a friend, do a friend, you know. And if you want to do the other half, if you got somebody that, you know, you're you're at odds with right now and you you know, you you want to piss on their fucking grave when you see it, you know, reach out to them. Send them a nice text message, see what happens. I, I'm serious. This shit it sounds stupid, you know, but it, it it's actually some powerful heavy shit, man, and you feel way better. You know, you feel so much better. And uh so I want you guys to go out and do that, you know? Just do it for me. For today's song, let's uh let's have you guys go and check out uh a song called Wildfire by Michael Martin Murphy. Um and the the the, the version you got to listen to, listen very carefully now. The album name is Blue Sky Night Thunder. Blue Sky, Night Thunder. For the album cover, it's got him on a bluff overlooking the horizon with his guitar and a cowboy hat. You have to listen to this version. Don't listen to a fucking remake. 
Don't listen to a cover. Don't listen to, you know, I think he did a version like in the late 90s, like a revamped. No. Listen to the original. Trust me on this, okay? But I want you guys to go listen to this song. And the reason why I'm picking this song is now that now that I'm over here reminiscing and thinking about family and shit, you know, we had a house, you know, my 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 grandfather, you know, uh along with providing you know, for my family and and everything like that and like I said he would take us out for dinners and pick up the check every week and you know, I mean amazing shit, you know, rare he broke his balls every single day to be able to do things like this for us, you know, and he had a house up in New Hampshire, uh, basically all my life growing up. And, you know, he was kind enough to take me up there, you know, him, my grandmother and I, I mean, all the time, you know, and, uh, I just remember, you know, being a kid and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an old soul. I'm listening to 60s, 70s, barely 80s rock and roll growing up. This is my, you know, soft, you know, soft rock, pop, whatever you want to call it. This is my thing, you know, and I get it from these guys. And I just remember, you know, on a Friday evening, seeing my grandmother and my grandfather packing their bags. I know where they're going. You know, they obviously know where they're going. And I would go over and I would have butterflies in my stomach and I would say to my grandfather, I would say, oh, where are you guys going? You know, he'd say, oh, well, we're going up to New Hampshire, you know. And, you know, I'd, I'd oh, that sounds cool, you know, and pause. And he knows, you know, and I look back and I know he knows what I'm going to ask, you know. And I said, oh, you know, I got butterflies going. I can barely breathe. And I'm like, you know. Do you think that I could come up with you? You know, and he already knows the answer, but of course he's going to play cat and mouse and, you know, well, I don't know. Let me check with your grandmother, you know, and he would ask her in front of me and, you know, she'd, well, I don't know, you know, I, you know, he's a troublemaker. You know, she'd just say things to like, you know, put me on edge and she'd say, ah, what the hell? Why not? You know? So I remember just, you know, like feeling this like burst of joy you know and I'd bolt up the fucking stairs and pack my bag in three minutes you know and go downstairs and you know I I would help them pack their bags and you know and boom we'd be out the door and the whole ride up to New Hampshire man we'd be just listening to you know 60s and 70s rock and roll man and soft rock and you know, every single song, you know, I knew every band, I knew every song, and he'd say, who sings this one, Hot Shot, you know, and I would tell him, you know, oh, it's awesome, and he would gas me up, you know, people really got a kick out of that, and I used to make us, you know, I'm from the generation where we still didn't have iPods and shit, so I would go, and usually, like, on, like, a, a, a Thursday or a Wednesday evening, he would say, hey, I wrote down five or six songs, I want you to put these on a CD, burn the CD for me, and, uh, you know, add a couple things in there that you think would work, you know? Um, And I would do that. I would burn us a nice CD, and boom, we would ride up to New Hampshire. You know, we would put one of the old CDs in, and we'd be singing and, you know, playing the trivia game and shit like that. And 
We would stop and I'd get my fucking snacks and shit for the weekend. I mean, it was just like pure ecstasy. You know, the excitement, the, the you know, just, I mean, everything about it, just thinking about it gives me chills. You know, there's nothing on this planet that I can think of that makes me feel like that. You know, I get, I literally get tingly thinking back on that, you know, it just means so much. Those memories mean so much to me, you know, and, uh, you know, we would get up to the house, man, we'd turn all the lights on, we'd turn the water back on, boom, 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 do our systems check, everything's good, and we would go down to the basement, me, my grandmother, my grandfather, we put that new CD that I burned for us right in the, uh, right in the, the, the CD player, turn that thing all the way up to 100, shoot some pool, you know, he'd have a couple beers and shit like that. At the end of the night, you know, my grandmother, you know, my grandfather would have some some bruise in him. He'd be a little uh, little fucked up, shall we say, you know. And, uh, you know, my grandmother would say, all right, what do you want, you know. And she would make us sandwiches or whatever or, you know, you know, we would pick something up on the way. But she'd make us a nice little nightcap meal, you know. And, oh, my God, you know, it's just... And we did this all the time, you know, and it's just Wildfire was one of those songs that it was like the soundtrack to my life growing up as a kid. You know, I just remember on so many occasions riding up to New Hampshire and listening to this song, you know, is it the best song? No, but just what it means to me personally, I mean... I, I like I said, I literally get tingly when I hear the song because it it brings back all these awesome memories. And I know she's listening right now and she's thinking back. And I just it it it, it means the world to me. And this song, I just love it. It's a beautiful song. Unfortunately, Sophie does not like it because it's about a horse uh, and the horse dies. Spoiler alert. She's a fucking weirdo, but, and I get it, she's an equestrian, you know what I mean, but it is what it is, but every time this song comes up on my phone, it is not gonna get skipped, I'm sorry, I don't care who you are, um, but it's not, you know, this is, this song is, is, is me to the fucking core, man, I just love it, beautiful guitar, beautiful lyrics that don't make sense, uh, beautiful vocals, I mean, and, Let's be honest, he's a one-hit wonder, man. This was it. One and done, bam, see you later. Out, you know? Love it. But it brings back all those good memories. So hopefully you guys get a song that does that to you too. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We're about an hour in now. Killed another 10 minutes. Time is flying by. Current time is 10.51 p.m. on Thursday. So probably be... Uh, Uploading it technically on Thursday, but realistically, it'll practically be Friday. So uh, have a great weekend. We've got Memorial Day finally here. Uh, temperatures are going to be a little warm. Not awful, awful, thank God. It's weird. It's kind of calmed down a little bit, you know? I feel like like five years ago, man, Memorial Day, 95 degrees, 98 degrees, 100% humidity, 100% chance of being aggravated at some point, you know, um, traffic, just gross. I'm headed up to New Hampshire doing a little house swap. I'm going to go up there and uh, look for some moose, you know, kick it in the sticks a little bit. Uh, definitely, definitely going to go in the hot tub, enjoy some mountain views and 
see what happens, man. Hopefully, this this will be the first time I'm getting in the truck and and actually going to look for some moose. So wish me luck. Uh, I'll keep you guys posted. Um, gonna be a high traffic weekend, so usually high traffic weekends kind of a a hit and miss. But you know, you never know. You don't know until you try, right? Uh, but yeah, so that is it, guys. Have a safe, fun weekend. Please, guys, be responsible. Uh, you know, if you're having drinks, you know, don't even don't if you're planning on drinking and you are driving your car and you don't have a DD, you know, or somebody with you in the car on the way to the, the venue, guys, take an Uber. You know? Your life can change in a second. That's the reality, you know. I don't drink, I don't smoke, you know, call me, you know, call me a, a, a wank or whatever you want, you know, it is what it is. But for me, you know, and that's not the reason why I, I don't do it, but, you know, it's part of the reason. I'd be lying if I said it wasn't, you know. I don't want to be, I don't want to be in any sort of state of mind where I can't control my actions, you know, because your life can change in a second. Um, so please, get an Uber. Help somebody put food on the table for their family. Protect yourself. Protect other people on the roads. Uh, you know, and uh, do do your job as an American citizen. You know, this isn't the fucking uh, USSR. You know, we're responsible over here, or at least we need to try to be. Okay, be an American, guys. Thank you very much for listening once again. Again, sorry it was a little sappy today. Little, uh, little emotional, perhaps, but hey, this is this is real life, guys. Real life emotion, real life feelings. As always on the Tay Judgment Podcast, I love you guys for listening. Thank you so much again. Please like, share, subscribe. Check out the Instagram if you haven't already at Tainted Judgment Podcast. Um, it, you're gonna have uh, you know, so it's at Tainted underscore. <laughs> Uh, judgment underscore podcast. I'm sorry, guys. I, I, I'm i losing my voice. I'm an old soul. Don't know how to fucking say this shit, but I'm trying, okay? Um, but check us out on the Instagram. Um, like I said, like, share, subscribe. Give us a rating. You know, all you got to do is go to Spotify. I'm not sure about iHeartRadio um, or Amazon Music, but just go on to Spotify. You'll see there's a little rating, a star rating thing there. Give us a rating, even if it's not five stars. Anything's appreciated. Really love it. Uh, be sure to tell your friends about us. You know, let's spread the word. Let's keep the uh, the followership going. Uh, I couldn't be happy with you guys. So, thank you so much. Have a safe weekend. Love you guys. See you on the next one. Ciao.